when the world looks at Ireland, they think of it as a Catholic country. And while this is certainly true, it is definitely less true than it has been. Recently, it's become more and more secular. But there's still a very strong Catholic kind of feel to the country. But I would kind of say that it's more a folk Catholicism than actual the real deal, if you want. Because an awful lot of people in Ireland, while considering themselves Catholic, wouldn't be practicing Catholics. They were kind of called paper Catholics, um, which is that they do everything um, the significant kind of things that a Catholic would do, such as the baptism, the whole First Communion, the Confirmation, and to get married in the church and all that. But week to week, they wouldn't go to Mass, they wouldn't follow the tenets of the Catholic religion, and they possibly, more than likely, don't agree with an awful lot of what the church says or stands for, but still have this kind of embedded Catholicism, and they certainly have the guilt. That's very hard to get away from. That's kind of, once that's embedded in your brain, it's very hard to get away from. And Irish, uh, the Irish Catholicism has a very unique kind of a slant on guilt that uh, you can spot a mile away. But under all of that, and under that kind of um, upfront Catholicism that's kind of disappearing, there's still this kind of folk Catholicism underneath, which is, I would suggest, is probably the more prevalent or the more important thing to people than the actual church. And you have things where you have uh, things like cures, a lot of faith healing, a lot of belief in kind of um, what would be considered kind of old wives tales, or that kind of thing of that, uh, you know, you'd go to the witch in the corner and she'd cure your warts, only now we call it cures. And you know, you'd go to someone and the, the cure your warts, or any, any sort of ailments from burns, to uh, psoriasis, to uh, whooping cough, to colic, to any, anything you can think of, there'll be a cure for it somewhere. But underlying even that is this kind of fundamental belief in the magic of the world. And while it certainly wouldn't be called magic by most people who practice it, it is there. And you have things like these places where I'm standing in front of now, which are like holy trees, or magic trees, or wishing trees, or uh, petition trees, or any of these type of words. And it's basically a place where it has been designated as a holy tree. And there are, this one that I'm beside is out by the Hill of Fahard, and it's in the graveyard beside it. The Hill of Fahard is kind of an area that's high up that you can get the entire like, 360 view of the area all around us. So it's a wonderful place. I'll film some um, of footage around and you can see. But um, they're not always in Catholic places. Like There was one in the Hill of Tara, which is kind of the energy centre of pagan Ireland, old pagan Ireland. I think that has been removed. I'm not sure why. It could be something to do with either it's not part seen as deemed as part of the heritage of the place, which might be fair enough, or it could be something like you know that bridge in Paris where people used to lock stuff to, like put locks on, uh, to, you know, for love or to seal their love or whatever, and had to remove all the locks because it was destroying the integrity of the of the actual bridge and it was making it unsafe. So maybe all of these uh, uh, offerings that were put on these holy trees were uh, making the uh, <laughs> the tree unsafe. But so yeah, so it doesn't have to be on an actually Catholic ground or whatever, but um, it's usually somewhere of significance. So this one's in a graveyard. And what they are is basically a tree, usually a tree or a bush, where people come and leave an offering in return for a, a prayer to be answered, a desire to have, or for protection, or to heal. There's a lot of healing. It'd be a lot of people come for healing. And you see a lot of sad things where you, you, you come across where people are leaving like baby clothes or baby um, items, dummies and stuff like that. And I, your hope is that it's just for protection. But I suspect an awful lot of it is for actual healing of, uh, of sick kids. And when you get to that point of that you're um, turning to magic, so it's probably, you know, like I say, no one turns to magic because their life is great. But while that is a bit depressing and sad and all that, I do like the idea of it. I like that when all else fails, 
we believe in magic in Ireland and we certainly have this kind of undercurrent of belief in magic so much so that it's it's like you can't see the wood for the, uh, the trees basically that we have this ingrained in us that it's almost as if we don't realize that we have this that they're so ubiquitous around our thoughts and our beliefs and how we you know conduct ourselves this underlying magic ideas that um, it's just not talked about because it's just like it's like every goes to sleep at night you know that's just something that happens you know really you don't have to you know make a point of it but um, so these trees they're be filled with all different type of things from cloth you see lots of cloth you see lots of altar uh, or like altar cards or prayer cards you see rosary beads you see like hair clips which I assume people come and then uh, realize that they don't have anything to offer and it's kind of an ad hoc kind of offering so you put that kind of on you see lots of like I say baby clothes and um, loads of different things I uh, put two bracelets on uh, for my desires for my wishes for my petitions and uh, I feel when I give an offering, when I do an offering to any of the things, it should be something that you feel a loss from, or else it's not really a sacrifice. And I don't mean sacrifice in the sense of, you know, let's blood sacrifice, all that. Although, you know, that certainly has been done. But I mean that, yeah, it shouldn't be something that is frivolous or just kind of, yeah, I won't miss that. It's just something I'm giving, because then it's not an offering. So two of my favorite bracelets, things I wear every day. And so I feel that's a, a, so I do feel a loss to it and feel it's a proper offering. So then you kind of have to come to, well, who are you being, who are you offering it to? Or who, what is the thing? Well, what are people here for? Is it just the holy, the tree? Is it just to God? Is it to the old gods? If we come back, like, and kind of, the folk Catholicism would, like, kind of, in a sense, be a hangover from, not necessarily pagan, but the old kind of, as I say, that kind of witchiness kind of that we have in us, very deep within us, particularly in this country. So I don't know, you'd have to ask the individual people what it is exactly that they're giving. But I assume it's probably to their favourite saint. There is probably an element of where it's to Jesus, or it's to God, or it's to the Catholic thing, or it's, you know, to your guardian angel, or it just could be considered like a holy place, or a holy place. Like a, a wishing well has a kind of a, an aura of magic around it as well, and you get, get that kind of feeling from these trees. So just a quick interruption just to clarify a few things. When I was walking around the graveyard and I looked at the old church, I found that... Um, the well which is beside that tree um, is dedicated to St. Bridget, so the Holy Well. And I assume then that the tree that the people are tied to is uh, dedicated to St. Bridget as well. So this particular magic tree who the people are asking for is St. Bridget. Which is interesting um, that there's another kind of, it's Bridgecrin, which is a whole kind of centre, whole place uh, where it's dedicated to St. Bridget. It's in one of my vlogs, I'll link it in the show description. Also has one of those trees, but again I think that was removed. That's the particularly sad one as well. That's the one where I've seen a lot of the baby stuff and please help my sick baby stuff, which is... Uh, quite sad but anyway yeah uh, this one's for St Bridget and all of them are for St Bridget obviously and there's um, it's not a kind of a thing that's just around St Bridget because I've come across some different places which had absolutely nothing to do with St Bridget so anyway just thought I'd interrupt and clarify just that I don't know why initially these trees became wishing trees I assume that someone did it first and then said well, I got what I wanted and then someone else did it and then the word got out and the whole thing and that's why I uh, feel that these things obviously have some merit because while it may be just anecdotal evidence people don't do things that don't work you might do them for a while it's like people don't stick to a diet that isn't working so obviously people are getting something from this whether that's just some sort of comfort or whether feeling like they're doing something or to have some giving them some sort of control or whether they're actually getting an awful lot of their wishes and desires um, answered 
people of course people could be doing it just for you know it happened to be in the area but when this kind of place which has loads of stuff you have to come you have to know about it you're not going to randomly turn up here and uh, you know so people are coming here on purpose purposely doing it and they certainly wouldn't call it magic but it's like I mean, it's hallmarks of all the magic you're coming to a holy place you're leaving an offering and you're asking for something in return and then you're leaving you know you're leaving behind and leaving it to go so i love it i think it's great and i really enjoy the fact that ireland is such a magic undercurrent underbelly so much so that we don't you know it's we don't even realize it and again if you if you brought up magic to uh, people that would you know poo poo it and throw it away and say you're you know don't be silly um, people are quite rational in their uh, thoughts but less so in what they actually do in ireland that they still will uh, you know lots of people don't walk on their ladders they still touch wood if they say something you know it won't say hail satan no matter how much uh, of an atheist would consider himself all of those things and i'm sure that's kind of similar uh, in other places but i wonder how well this translates to other places and to other cultures i have to assume that there's something similar in, in in other cultures in other countries but whether it be a tree or i suppose that thing in paris we're seeing where people put a lock on a bridge it's a sim similar idea probably a bit more secular in that idea but it's still you know, still honing in on magic. Why would locking, putting a lock on a bridge do anything for your love? Um, so yeah, I would suggest, find, if you want to do this yourself, either find one if there is one in your locale or um, make one of your own. Go Maybe perhaps at the end of a random knot journey, when you get to a tractor and there's a particular nice tree that feels like there's great energy and stuff around it, that you could turn that into your wishing tree or the desire tree and leave your offering, tie a ribbon to it, ties, uh, you know, your prayer to it you know leave leave your bracelets do something like that and then you know have that then as you as uh, in, 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 in the way that you would activate a sigil or maybe even activate a sigil after, and then see if it works and see if it gets you any better to your desire than you know your other methods are not doing anything at all but I think the emphasis would have to be on putting the significance in this place so I think the randonaut thing could be good or a place that uh, you particularly find a lot of energy from and a lot of you know it has a lovely aura aura like this one does and then offer to whoever you want whoever you you know you do if you're offering it to the universe to consciousness to the matrix to the old gods to god or to whoever it is that uh, you you know to your ancestors any of these things and then see what happens um my petition is in i've gone to to uh, a pre-made already made uh, wishing tree and uh, I'm going to borrow some of its energy. So try that and let me know what uh, happens or doesn't happen uh, from you using them. But um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it would be something that you, you might find uh, cool and want to try yourself. And if nothing else, a bit of background kind of history or uh, a look at the culture of Magic Island.